presented by Amazon. Hey, good morning, Playbookers and Rogan Winovalin. It's Monday. It's just over six months until the midterm elections. So, how's Joe Biden looking? It's your Politico Playbook Daily Briefing. Midterm elections are generally a referendum on the president's performance, and on that measure, President Joe Biden is in rough shape. Let's look at how it happened and how he hopes to prevent a wipeout. As early as April 2021, John Anzalone, Biden's top pollster, saw the writing on the wall. In a series of memos over the ensuing months, the New York Times reports he tried to warn the president about the growing liabilities posed by immigration, inflation, and crime. The warning, quote, immigration is a growing vulnerability for the president. Voters do not feel he has a plan to address the situation on the border, and it is starting to take a toll. Within a month, there was another stark warning, quote, nearly 9 in 10 registered voters are also concerned about increasing inflation. And yet, despite the early warnings, quote, Mr. Biden and his top advisors have struggled to prevent either issue from becoming a major political liability. His economic team said inflation was temporary. Turmoil among his immigration aides delayed any serious action to address the border. For all the ambition of Mr. Biden's domestic agenda, his pollster also warned him that most voters did not have a clear sense of his economic proposals. Here's a question then, where do they go from here? Politico's Christopher Catalago and Jonathan Lemire report that, quote, Biden's Democrats have struggled to overcome historical headwinds and worrisome economic trends in the lead up to the midterms. So aides are scheming up something else, turning the campaign into a contrast with Donald Trump and the Republicans. Variable number one, new January 6th revelations. Team Biden is, quote, eagerly awaiting potentially explosive findings from the January 6th Select Committee and hope those discoveries can inflame a battle brewing within the GOP over Trump's legacy and power. Variable number two, Trump's possible return to Twitter. Quote, Biden advisors have also tried to game out this week the possibility of one particular October surprise. Elon Musk's purchase of Twitter raised the chance that Trump could be reinstated to the social media platform. The consensus among Biden aides about Trump's possible return, it could cut both ways. While the former president would eat up an extraordinary amount of political oxygen, it's also possible that he would push the big lie or feud with fellow Republicans and damage the GOP's otherwise strong chances of regaining at least one House of Congress. Variable number three, the Democrats' tendency to be in disarray. The White House's lack of coordination on messaging matters, quote, has left outside officials frustrated. In particular, of late, Democrats felt empty-handed when asked to defend the administration's position on voting rights, the president's legislative agenda, and his decision to rescind Title 42, the Trump-era health directive that allows the expulsion of migrants seeking asylum. There's also been frustration in the White House and among some outside groups about the lack of cover and political push from the Democratic National Committee. Here's what's up in Washington today, starting with the White House. At 1.45 p.m. Eastern, President Joe Biden will present the Presidential Rank Awards in a virtual ceremony. At 4 p.m., Biden and First Lady Jill Biden will host a reception to celebrate Edel Fitter. Second gentleman Doug Emhoff will also attend. Vice President Kamala Harris, you might remember, recently tested positive for COVID. Press Secretary Jen Psaki will brief at 2.30 p.m. The Senate will meet at 3 p.m. to take up Joshua Frost's nomination as Assistant Treasury Secretary for Financial Markets with the cloture vote at 5.30. The House is out today. All right, one last thing before we get out of here. First, it was the rabbit fox on Capitol Hill. Now, a new animal is on the prowl in D.C. James Grimaldi from the Wall Street Journal has a story that you can catch a link to in today's playbook about a string of wild turkey attacks hitting the nation's capital. All right, for more news on what's breaking in D.C. right now, subscribe to the Playbook newsletter. That's at politico.com slash playbook. 
Our music is composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. I'm Ragumanavalin. Have a good week. We'll see you first thing tomorrow morning. Only 23% of workers have access to paid parental leave, according to the U.S. Department of Labor. That number is even worse for hourly workers. Amazon is proud to provide up to 20 weeks of fully paid leave for hourly employees. Learn how Amazon supports hourly employees at Amazon.com slash 20 weeks. That's Amazon.com slash 20 weeks.